You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, very often we will say to one another, life is hard, life is tough. And this life is a long journey, even though it is only about 100 years for most of us. And yet, my dear brothers and sisters, 100 years can be a very long time if it is a life of suffering and pain. Of course, if your life is one of joy, then the time appears to be shorter. Regardless, most of us, perhaps all of us, there are many times in our lives we want to give up because of what we are going through. And more so during the time of pandemic, many of us are tired of all these restrictions and yet at the same time fearful of being infected. There are many who have lost their jobs, closed down their business. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, indeed, this is a difficult life. With so many responsibilities, so many demands, so much anxieties in fulfilling the needs of our loved ones, this life can be very overwhelming. And so, like Elijah, we said, I have had enough. Take my life. I'm sure we have said these words now and again in times of trials. We are not much different from Elijah because he too faced these same struggles, even though he was a very holy man. He had just fought with the false prophets of Baal, destroyed them. But then it incensed the pagan queen, Jezebel. She was after his life. And he had to flee from Israel. He was tired. Instead of taking shelter under the vine tree or the fig tree, he only had the broom tree without much shade. He was running away from all his fears in truth. And all of us, my dear brothers and sisters, much like Elijah, very often we want to run away from all the problems of life. But how do we run away? We try to escape. Sometimes in the papers we read advertisement 
Of course, not now. Before the pandemic, go for an escape, a holiday, go for some fun, go for a break. That is called an escape. Of course, there are some of us who even indulge in harmful activities, excessive drinking, gambling, humanizing, drug-taking, and as a result, cause more harm, not just to ourselves, but to our loved ones. Escaping from the realities of our lives, from what we are being faced each day, is not an escape. It doesn't solve the problem. If you were a fugitive running away from the authorities, you can run, you can hide, but there is no peace. This is why many fugitives, after some time, surrender themselves. We cannot run forever. We have to face the harsh realities of life. And that was what actually God wanted Elijah to do. That is why God did not protect him from Queen Zezebel, who wanted his life. And in that sense, Elijah was also angry and resentful with God, that God did not protect him for all that he had done for him. And what was the reason? Because God wanted him to purify his motives. Although he was doing the right thing, his motives were not very pure. God wanted him to go to the wilderness to examine himself, to think through what he was doing, to purify his love for him. Truly, in the wilderness, that is where we listen to God. Wilderness is always a symbol of prayer, of penance, of purification. John the Baptist called the people to repentance, the wilderness. Jesus himself spent 40 days, 40 nights in the wilderness to confront the demons that will keep appearing in his ministry. The demons of complacency, of power, easy victory, glory. These demons were there at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry and until the end. And that is why it's very important in our frustrations, in our anger against God, against all those people we feel are responsible for unhappiness, we need to really ask ourselves, what is the real issue that we are not confronting? That is why when we go to the wilderness, it is important we do not go alone. But certainly we don't go with people. Because there are some, in the face of problems, they withdraw from everyone. They go into introspection. 
they become more disheartened, they engage in self-pity, depression sets in, and some even take their life. We should never be alone. We must be alone, yes, but always with God. So we withdraw to the wilderness. It is not for introspection. It is to be with God, be in the presence of God. And that was what Elijah had to do. 40 days, he walked through that desert to Mount Horeb, that is Mount Sinai. 40 days, he was thinking, meditating, reflecting. It was a Camino walk, actually. Thinking through all that had happened in his life, all the events that have taken place. And we need time, my dear brothers and sisters, to go through all the events of our lives, to take stock. We need to keep the distance, otherwise we can only see the mountain. We cannot see the full mountain. We are at the foot. We cannot see the big mountain. We need to withdraw. And that was what Elijah did. God spoke to him in the silence, not in the storm, not in the fire, not in the wind, in the silence of the night. He called to him, why are you here? And of course, Elijah twice, the Lord asked him, why are you here? He said, oh, because I've been jealous for you. I have killed the false prophets. I'm the only one left. Which was not true. In fact, there were other good prophets. So, Elijah was egoistic. He was presumptuous. He was self-righteous. He thought he was the only true prophet in Israel. And that he did all these things for the glory of God. It was to prove himself. And there are many of us very often, you know, especially when we are in leadership or when we, are, when we get to a project, we get angry when people are not happy with us. Is it because our project is so good and then it's rejected? Is it because our ego is hurt, is wounded? That's for after... God has revealed to Elijah his real issue, which was his egoism. He told Elijah, go back now and go and bring Elisha with you and the rest of the prophets. You don't have to fight the battle alone. God never told Elijah, you fight the battle alone. You have company. He wanted to complete the project all by himself to get all the glory. God says, no, you don't work alone. That is why we never journey alone. Many of us, we fall into depression because we journey alone. Because we want to do all by ourselves. No wonder some of us, we feel so overwhelmed. We don't know how to delegate. We don't know how to share our workload. We don't know how to get people to collaborate with us 
And we say, oh, we have so many things to do. Because we cannot let go. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, the Lord is inviting us. He is the bread of life that comes down from heaven. We are called to believe in Jesus, to surrender ourselves to Jesus as the bread of life. He is the word of God to inspire us, to help us to come into a clearer consciousness of ourselves. If we read the word of God every day, the Lord will enlighten us but he is not just the word of God, he is the flesh given for the life of the world. That is why the Jesus is the bread of life. He says, you must believe in me, come to me. And so my dear brothers and sisters, if you are struggling in your life, if you are feeling miserable, if you are like what St. Paul tells us in today's second reading, full of spite, bearing grudges, raising your voice against people, calling each other's name. Then he said, be friends with one another, forgive each other as readily as God forgave you in Christ. And how can we do this? It is only when we listen to the word of God, read the word of God, and encounter Jesus in a very personal way, sacramentally, in the Eucharist, where we feel his real presence. As what today the response some say, taste and see that the Lord is good. We must taste him. We must feel his personal presence in our life. Then we can truly imitate Jesus. St. Paul says, try to imitate him. Follow Christ by loving as he loved you giving himself up in our place as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. This is what we mean when we say to participate in the sacrifice of the Mass, to make ourselves too an offering, to join Jesus in surrendering himself to the Father, even in times of failure, to entrust our whole life to the Father. And so if we are troubled, if we feel anxious about our life, our children, our health, our elderly, we must surrender them to the Father, believing that the Father will always take care of us as He has taken care of the Lord. Truly, my dear brothers and sisters, the scripture reading is clear. It's a long, long journey, as the song said. But let Jesus be our guide, be our light. Let us not journey alone. Let us support each other along this journey of life. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.